Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Ashton McAllister. And me, Matthew Alley. And yeah, episode 26. But to kick off. What's been happening, Matt? How's your week gone? Uh, I've had quite a busy week, to be honest. Um, I had to work all weekend, which was which is fun. It's like a fun thing to do, but I'm like tired already, and it's Monday. Do you know what I mean? So, did you say? Did you say it's a fun thing to do or a fine thing to do? Fun. The thing that we need to do it for when we're opening a new restaurant is fun. It's just that I have to work a lot over like the two week period. Um, so that's tiring, but. The work itself and the experience itself is fun and it's only for two weeks so it's not the end of the world which is good but work is killing me like honestly like okay well last week wednesday right this woman who's supposed to be our manager decided to just spring to one with me oh here we go oh my god honestly i'm not gonna get myself properly worked up again because every time i talk about it, i do but um i never really have we i don't have a manager i never really had a manager for ages and then she just she has assigned a manager to me, but she thought before he comes back from holiday that she wanted to have a catch up with me in one-to-one, right? I thought it was just a preview or something because we were talking about it two days beforehand because it's that time of year. So I get there and then it turns out she'd asked all these people that I supposedly work with, which I don't, basically give me feedback. She asked them if they could write down things that I should stop, start and continue doing. The thing is, I never knew about it and I did not know this was happening. So I was a complete and utter shock. And then after reading it, like, I was absolutely livid. I was furious. And it was just, like, basically just telling me what I needed to stop doing, which is fine, except for the fact that I didn't know it was going to happen. This has never happened before. And I was not prepared to basically be slated. It was brutal, absolutely brutal. Um, And she was like, you know, it's part of, you know, it's a normal thing to do. It's puppy feedback. Don't look at the words. Just take it as it is. Like, take the themes and stuff. And, you know, this is a normal thing to do. But I was like, this has literally never happened to me in my life. And I'm pretty certain if you wanted to go around asking people how I was working, you would tell me that you were going to do that first, not just spring it on me. And um, I, I honestly, I'm still angry now. It happened last week, Wednesday, so, you know, a week ago. And I, I'm like, I'm furious, furious at the comments. These people I don't even work with, by the way. And then I had a problem with my reputation at work and it just won't ever leave me. And I'm really getting like pissed off. I'm pissed off now. So, oh. not good. I'm glad I asked. Yeah. So that was annoying. Ooh. You know. Well. How was your week? <laughs> it was fine. Good. Let's move, let's move on. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, uh, what did I do? I watched, okay, this is what I want to talk about. Did you watch the Fire, oh. Fire Festival documentary on Netflix. No, I haven't seen it yet. Is Ja Rule in it, though? Yeah, man, he's in it. Yeah. That's okay. yeah. He's always on time. Oh, my God. Do, 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 do. What all, he had another song as well, didn't he? He had a lot of songs. He has a really good album called R-U-L-E. It's actually an incredible album. Oh, I thought he only had that one song with Jennifer Lopez. That wasn't Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was it. That was a shanty. <laughs> no, but he did a song with Jennifer Lopez. He did, he? but the song you were singing, I thought. Ah, <laughs> uh, ain't it funny? Ain't 
it funny. It must be the yeah, but you said the one song, but the song you were singing was a, a, a different song. Anyway. So are you, do you plan to watch this uh, documentary? I haven't planned to, no. Well, good, since I don't feel bad at spoiling it. So, Oh, okay. Now, so, now but, I can't watch it. So, well, yeah, well, you can still watch it because it's still really interesting. But essentially, for those who don't know, it's um, a documentary on Netflix called Fire, The Greatest Party That Never Happened. And it's all about the Fire Festival of 2017, which was put together by this guy, Billy McFarland, and sort of endorsed by Ja Rule. And it was supposed to be the greatest party that ever, ever is going to happen. VIP this, VIP that. You know, these people are selling tickets and they sold out inside like days. Selling tickets for 12000 or a VIP package was $250,000. So everything goes shits up in this festival. Like, oh, I won't go into the detail because I'll let you people watch it if you want to watch it. But the one bit, there's just one bit in it, which is just crazy. So in the in the midst of everything going tits up, you've got this one guy called Andy. Um, so Andy's one of the sort of event organizers, but he's like, he's not the type of person you're going to blame for anything that goes wrong. Um, he's just been hired and he's doing the best he can. Um, the main guy who's putting everything together is a guy called Billy McFarland. So Andy goes away for a couple of days. He comes back, shits at the fan with the four containers of Evian water that is being held up in customs by a guy called Cunningham. The event hasn't started yet, right? No, no, this is all still pre pre the event. Okay. Um, so yeah, Cunningham in customs in the Bahamas is holding up four sea containers of Evian water. Andy's just come back, crisis call. Billy calls him and he's like, Andy, we need you to take one for the team. Then Billy says, Andy, you are a big gay leader and we need you to go down and suck Cunningham's cock to get the Evian water. What do you mean the person holding it in customs? Yeah, Andy Andy sits and he explains it to the the screen. He's like, well, I was a bit taken back, but I went home and I had a shower and I swallowed some mouthwash and I went down to customs to suck Cunningham's dick. And then it skips. It skips right past it. And Andy's like, but it's okay because Cunningham said we could just have the water. I'm like, nope, you missed out too many deets. Too many deets. Like what? Uh, well, like, what happened? Like, did you go down there and try to suck him off? And then all of a sudden it was like, no, 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 just take the water. Is Did Cunningham specifically request that Andy comes down and suck a dick in order to get the water? Or did Billy just assume that big gay Andy would go down and suck a dick and that would sort it all out? What's going on? Andy's gay, the one who wants to go down? Oh, Andy was gay, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he wasn't gay. I thought that was part of the story. I thought no. the fact that he was like straight and he was told he needs to go and suck a dick. Like, Why okay, does it matter? Well, like, would it be better if he was? Well, is it okay because he was gay? It's not okay. I just, I just, I thought it was like add an extra dimension to the story. Um, I also think it'd be more tolerable, not terrible. As a gay man, I find it easier to go and suck someone's dick for <laughs> than if like you asked me now to go and like go down on a girl. I would not be able to do that. That would be tough. That would be incredibly tough. But how would they like even know that Andy was okay to go down and do that? Did, was he wearing like a t-shirt or something that says, I give good head? What do you mean? That doesn't make sense. Well, he's the gay one. They're, none of us are gay. So it doesn't matter. Well, I think it's safe to assume that you would ask the gay man to go and take someone's dick instead of the straight one when you've got the option, no? 
I think it's absurd that if you ask anyone to go down and suck a dick for water, maybe you and I are different people. Maybe. If I'm ever in a, if I'm ever in a crisis and I need something sorted, I'm going to say, Matt, I need you to go over there and you just suck that guy's dick. I'd already be down there and be like, sorry, actually, what? I'd be like, oh, hey. What? <laughs> Let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, how good? Uh, how good was the rugby on Saturday? You tell me. Um, I thought it was a good game. It was a great game for England. Oh my god! Like, but I did miss the first twenty minutes. I will say that because I was working. Um, and but ever since from that point onwards, England were just dominant overall. England were dominant from the first whistle. When you look at the stats, like I posted it on on, on the pod thing, didn't I, today? Um, mm-hmm. As a background to the questions. And the stats, stats are misleading, aren't they? If you did, I don't know, did you see them? Yeah, I mean, I did look at them. You would think it'd be a bit more balanced, but no. You'd think that, you'd think that Ireland were winning, really. Um, yeah, you'd think the score would be a bit more balanced than what it was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it wasn't. And I just want to say that um, Ireland probably got a little bit cocky, to be honest. And the way that England were playing was really smart and intelligent. So, uh, to me, what really won England the game, apart from the fact that they were tackling like crazy beasts, was they constantly, when they were getting towards um, the opposition 22, going into Ireland 22, um, and sort of from the 10-meter mark, they were kicking behind the defensive line. So, a lot of chips, a lot of small chips, a lot of grubbers along the floor. Yeah. Um, and that put like an, a ridiculous amount of pressure on, the, on Ireland. On Ireland, we scored a try from it. Do you remember where Jack Noll put a lot of pressure on? And I just—it was amazing. They just continually did that, and and it worked out really well. I was really happy. I must admit. Yeah, no. Full credit to England. I would say England played really well to have a man in the sin bin for ten minutes, and Ireland not make much of a difference on it mm. was phenomenal. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, usually, like Ireland's a very disciplined team. We we don't give away very many penalties, which is awesome. Uh, but it just shows that England, like they didn't, they didn't win because we gave away penalties. They won because they were just the better team on the pitch. Absolutely, it was amazing. Did it was you- heartbreaking. France Wales game on Friday. I didn't. No, I didn't watch any other rugby at the weekend. You don't or didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I I was out at the gym on Friday when it started, and I came back, and I meant to catch up, but then I just. Oh my I god! Went, I didn't watch it on Friday, but I w- watched that after the game, England game on Saturday. Oh my god! I did it again. What did you do? Forget to plug in <laughs> my microphone. You to plug in the mic again. This keeps happening. <laughs> just, I'm talking into it and facing it, and it's not plugged in. Anyway, it's done now. Let's see what happens. Um, so France France are crazy, right? They were up 16, I want to say 16-0 or 13-0 at the half. Their first yeah. performance was spectacular. Honestly, they were pissing all over Wales. Wales didn't know what to do. Their number 10, uh, Gareth Anscombe, I think he was called, uh, he just had a really poor game. I don't know him at all. I've never seen him, but apparently he's really attacking uh, number 10. And... He was just, honestly, I thought, this is the first time I've ever seen him play rugby and I thought he was really poor. I thought his decision-making was really, really bad. His kicking quality was poor. 
And then the second half happened and it was like, it was as if the French team thought they'd won the game already. Or honestly, it was another team. It was a completely other team. They lost the game in the end. Wales had come back from being, I think it was 16-0 down. Uh, then they came back to 17-16 and then won like confidently after that. Yeah. Madness, absolute madness. That was a great game. I mean, this weekend of rugby, I didn't watch the Scotland-Italy game. Um, apparently there was a lot of drama in that. But honestly, those two games, I thought it was an amazing start to the weekend. And the fact that Wales won and France let, them down, let themselves down massively was just, it is worth watching, honestly. If you get a chance just to watch it on BBC iPlayer, um, then you should. Yeah, I mean, I will. I'm, I've been told to watch it. I've been told it's a good game. So. It really was. I yeah, will, those two games. I will check it out. Excellent. But yeah, uh, I'm so happy that that's such a good start for England to get two bonus points as well. Mm-hmm. Um, great start. Mm-hmm. Well, I really, 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 really hope France kick their ass next week. Who, Ireland? France play England next week. Ah, okay, good. Um, you never know. I mean, they let, they'll be looking for revenge or like something to bring up their reputation after that. Honestly, it was a terrible loss to Wales. Um, but where is the game? Is it in France or Twickenham? Twickenham. No chance. No chance. No, well, you never know. Uh, we've got a big game this um, weekend, actually. Oh, you have, oh, you have? Yeah, we're playing the top of the table. Well, the team that is we're in contention with is the top of the table. This is like the big match of this of our entire season. Ooh. So, yeah. I'm going to have to miss the beginning of the French match. was annoying. But yeah, we've got a big game ahead, so I'm super excited about that. The French match? I'm super excited about our game. Oh, you said you have to miss the first 10 minutes of the French match. Not the first 10 minutes. I think you have to... What time is it on? On Friday? On Saturday? The England game is on Sunday. Then never mind. I'm thinking of something else. Everything is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Should we get into some topics? Uh, yeah, let's do it. So, I know we have friends, and we've talked about it before, perhaps here or somewhere else, about when we're out with people, and you know we're in a pub and they are more engaged in their mobile phone than they are in the conversation it wait what'd you say re- they're more engaged I'm with i'm joking you can't see me but i'm playing on my phone oh, oh actually you can't see me. You, you it was a bad joke you can't see me i actually rolled my eyes and thought oh my god he better be paying attention because <laughs> <laughs> i it is 11 o'clock at night and i'm super fucking tired i know it's so late Anyway, back to the story. We we have basically it really gets on my fucking wick when you're out in a pub or out being social and somebody is on their phone nonstop. Absolutely. You we've talked about it before. We have we have our mutual friend who is the worst. I saw him this week. I know. Oh, you know? How do you know? Well, I knew he was in London. Oh uh, yeah, but last time I didn't see him because the bitch bailed at me twice. Oh, he's probably too busy on his phone. <laughs> probably yeah, yeah. Mm. so there's a little pub in Ireland in Cork actually who was messaging me today about Cork somebody messaged me today about going to Cork it was Jordan Jordan Webb yeah he wants to go to Cork I think he's going to Cork shit I need to book a date going to you he did message me my bad Ugh, I forgot I'll do that 
Oh, I went there this week. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well, Cork, a little pub in Cork called The Anchor Bar is banning mobile phones in an attempt to save the crack. Ah, that's good. It's cute, right? So this little pub's run by two brothers, Billy and Podrick. They have a little handwritten sign saying, Patrons, perhaps you could refrain from using the mobile phone. And essentially, they basically had people come in, ask for the Wi-Fi, uh, and then sit all day on their phone. So they've um, trying to put a stop to it. And what's the response so far? Well, there's a really funny video, which I will pop in here. The Anchor Bar in West Cork. Mobile phones are banned here. I put up a sign, uh, as it is there. Perhaps you would refrain from using your mobile phone when you come into the pub. It has been noticeable for a number of years now that a lot of people will come into a pub, particularly in the summertime. And the first thing they might say to you is, have you got Wi-Fi? And you might say, of course we do. You know, we think we're getting a bit modern, so we give them the Wi-Fi. And the next thing, they're leant down over the table and they're tapping on a tablet or a phone. In the meantime, you walk around the place, no conversation. Pubs are places where you come in and you engage. What's happening at the Anchor Bar is being supported by locals. Have a chat, not on the phone. I think it's bloody brilliant. It's a great idea. Absolutely, and it should spread to every pub in Ireland. And if their phone rings, go outside to answer it, but not in the pub. Lots of people support it, but then it says here, However, when the question was taken to the streets of Cork, a range of responses were met. A nominous interviewee said, I live with my phone in my hand. And another declared, I don't agree with that now. Walking outside to answer your phone? A third member of the local community also disagreed with the new rules stating a relative argument that it's a generation, I think it has to be accepted. I think what do you think? It's prerogative to, to ban phones if they want to. Yeah. Yeah. We can ask, what do I think? Yeah. I, I think it's amazing. Maybe I'm not part of this young generation because I think there's a generation now younger than we are. We're, like, we're definitely old people. But um, I think it's amazing, personally. Um, I can say that I've been bad. I'm really like hit and miss. Like Some nights... Most nights, in fact, I'll say, I'm not the kind of person to sit in public and like be on my phone. It's just every now and again, I just find myself being that person. Um, but I think that's a negative, like a bad side of me. I think one thing that our phones are there for is to connect us with other people. But if you're around other people, um, why do you need to do that? Um, I think that... and. I'd say in gay society, especially with singles, a lot of people are just messaging guys like within the area and like the apps. And I think that's a bit disrespectful, like to the people that you're with. Um, you know, like I know some of my friends are like that. We sort of, you know, my friends are just on their phones and going around and, you know, on scruff and like grinder just because they're in a new area and then they start messaging people and there's like a whole group of people there. There's a whole group of our friends in one place and you're just sitting there on your phone. And um I think the crack needs to be saved. I agree wholeheartedly agree let's see the crack yeah i think i think the same i think it's uh i i'm i was thinking about this i like to think deeply about these important things and if somebody receives a text message i think it's fine for that person to then go on their phone but if somebody is actively just messing around on their phone that's a no-no 
people are just looking at Instagram and shit. It's not like they need to, why do they need to be on their phone unless someone's messaging them importantly or they're at work, like they're, you know, some, something like that. Like if it's just browsing stories on Instagram, like what do you need to do that for? No, I, when I'm in the, when I'm out socially, I turn my phone upside down so like the light can't even distract me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll do that. I think it should be like a smoking area. You can go to that area and do your texting and stuff, but that means, you know, because now smoking, although smoking is very social, and the more you get drunk, the more people go out. But you know, like when people first start drinking, you might be in a group with not many smokers, and the smokers, smoker, even might have to go out by themselves. Well, you know, that's their decision because that's what they want to do. Put these people on their phone in the cold and say, well, if you want to play on your phone, absolutely just stand in the cold doing it. You know, it's yeah. a reinforcement, isn't it? Some people don't live in the moment. Like, you know, like all these people that take pictures and stories on their Instagram all the time. And you think like, it's not that fun, especially when I'm like, I'm, I was there. We were not <laughs> laughing, but your picture says that live in the moment, you know? And Adele screams at people and like when they're filming her, when she's performing, right. Cause they got their yeah. phones out and they're watching through the phone. She's like, she's like, enjoy my show. Like don't look through your phone. Look at me. You've come to pay to see me be in the moment. I don't know. I think there's an element that we're missing from our youth that, today and our lifestyles where we're just not living in the moment enough and I do understand that you know I don't take enough pictures because I, I and then I'm like oh do you know what I wish I had, did take more pictures and I think there's an element of that but thinking sometimes I think about like oh this will be good on Instagram just because it'll look nice and I think I don't like that part of myself if I'm honest well, I, I like I like social media I do but like I social think... media Video I, oh. electronic medium for the recording oh playback Alexa, off. What did you say? I don't know. She's just really creepy. She sometimes just oh. like but, butts in in conversations. And like, I was like, what is that? <laughs> calm down, bitch. She just needs to live so, in the moment. That's the problem. <laughs> she, she's, she needs to back away off. <laughs> she does that sometimes. Like we were watching a horror film. And then she just screamed. Ah! <laughs> She's like, ah! <laughs> stupid bitch. Anyway, that's all I want to talk about. The little pub. Um, stay off mobile phones. Really fucking grinds my gears. If you're out with me, don't get your mobile phone. Definitely. Does my does my voice sound weird? I feel every day. I feel very groggy. No, you sound sprightly. Actually, I expected you to be like last week, where you're like. Hi, I'm Ashley. <laughs> Even though it's quite oh. late. And I was like, oh, interesting. I am so tired. Yeah, same. Well, what I want to talk about today is... Um, it's something quite close to my heart, I would say, in, in, in some sense, because I think that sometimes when people question whether there's a need for certain things like pride, why you'd need black pride or anything like that, maybe even some stripes on a flag. Um, <laughs> um, so there's an actor in America called Jesse Smollett, and he's in Empire. I've never actually, I've watched a couple of episodes of Empire. Have you seen it? Uh, no, I remember... <laughs> uh, Drew and Scott used to be cray cray for it oh yeah my brother loves it but Avery is so tacky like I thought it was like but people love it it's quite, like it's got a lot of spending in it anyway the actor is both openly gay 
and black, and he plays a gay character on the show as well. Recently, he was attacked um, in Chicago, coming home on a Tuesday night um, in the early mornings by two people that had said racist and homophobic slurs to him, tied a noose around his neck and poured some unknown chemical in his face. Jesus. Yeah. Um, he's okay now. He performed the other day. Uh, his family thought he shouldn't have, but the doctor cleared him and he wanted to get out in public and say that he's okay and alive and that he's fighting and fought back and still like suffering and hurt, you know, like emotionally hurt stuff, but that he doesn't want to be like, um, doesn't want it to overcome him and wants to spread the word. Um, but the people that had did it had a, like um, allegedly sort of shouted out, "Maga, this is MAGA country, you know, make America great again. Mm-hmm. The Trump slogan from his 2016 campaign. And I just wanted to, uh, well, I mean, there's no opinion to ask, like, what do you think this is okay? Um, but there've been, I just wanted to say, like, for me, this is a, an example of why there still needs to be awareness made about gay people, about black people, about anyone that doesn't want to conform to what society said you should or shouldn't do, whether you say, you know, you identify as gay, straight or anywhere in between. And I just think that I can't believe this is happening in this net, like day and age. Like I really can't. Some people are going crazy on Twitter saying that the fact that constantly, if you look online, all it said was is this is allegedly a hate crime. And at the moment it may, it isn't clear whether it is a hate crime or not. When, and that some of you are questioning the consistency of his story. It's a double hate crime. Yeah, it, it is a double down for sure. It is an absolute hate crime. And the fact that it comes out as allegedly all the time, or this hasn't yet been decided and stuff, I think is if, well, some people think he's lying. Some people think he must be lying. And that's why they haven't actually confirmed as to whether we treated that way. But he's saying that they shouted slurs at him about being gay and about being black. Um, can you believe this is happening in this day and age? In a big um, like city like Chicago? Yeah, I, I believe it's happening because people are fucking dicks. People are out there thinking that, you know, I, I sometimes wonder, like, even though we're both gay and you're black, um, do we do we maybe talk, I know you've said before, do we talk maybe too much about race or too much about gay stuff? And I was thinking about it just last night, actually. No, I don't think we do. And I'll tell you why we don't, I don't think we do talk too much about it because it's so fucking relevant. We live in a world where people think it's okay to put a noose around somebody's neck and pour an unknown liquid over their face. And yet people are blind to see that there's not something wrong. (sighs) Someone on Twitter had written, oh, it's just convenient that this happened because he's black and gay. And I was like, it's not convenient. It's it's the reason that he's black and gay is why it happened. Oh, it's so, I I don't think people, I don't think people realize, but for people who are in a minority like myself, and you every day there is not one day goes by where i have to question my own safety and it's mental i live in a small town people know i'm gay if i was like i anytime i go out i think right well is today the day something's going to happen to me and that might sound extreme but for somebody who's straight and white like they have no idea how lucky they are the fact that they can walk out of their own house and not worry that something bad might happen to them every day it's just, it's not a, it's not a good way to live your life. But I feel like if it was happening, it's just because someone was going to do it anyway, regardless of like, well, most certainly like my sexuality. I mean, I don't think that it's completely evident just by my appearance. It's not really strange, actually. Yeah. To the po- it's getting to the point now where I think, hopefully you're on the turn, right? Because 
with my, how my work is going now. And I'm like, do you know, I think they'd love to hire me now, you know, because you've got like this gay black guy and he's, you know, that'd be some sort of representation that you'd have on your team, you know? And I'm thinking, oh, I bet, you know, depending on where, where I would apply and the kind of areas that I'd work, I feel like that it would somehow be in my favor at this point. Maybe I'm naive and thinking, actually, no, there are many people that still look at um, white people differently than black people. Maybe I'll get a leg up now that people are trying to show more representation. I'm trying to like take the opportunities the same way as like the, the people that we've spoken about recently, where the jobs are given to those individuals who are minorities. I'm kind of hoping that falls in my favor. It's <laughs> <laughs> a couple of weeks. But that representation, representation is, to me is clearly needed in many different situations because of things like this. I, I think I, it, does, it shocks me. I don't expect these things to happen. I'm the opposite to you, in fact. I don't expect these things to happen. And it still shocks me and surprises me that this happens. It really does. I'm surprised that you're surprised. It's being shoved in their face too much. And, you know, I don't need to be told about gay people and they don't need to be on TV as much and they're taking our jobs and, you know, our black gay people and they don't need to do this and this, that and the other. Because some people do say, oh, it's a bit much now, isn't it? It's a bit much. And I'm like, no, this is why it's not a bit much. This is exactly why it's not a bit much. Because... Yeah, but I'm surprised that you're surprised by it. Well, my own personal life, well, I'm surprised in the fact that, because I, often when we talk about this, sometimes I think that you're a bit narrow-minded. I say this, honestly, like I think sometimes you think, you said like, "Mm, I think that's a bit too much. And then I'm like, no, it's not. It's not at all. But it's still, when I'm saying it surprises me, I'm, I'm not shocked. I'm surprised that people still feel that way because it's crazy to me. I'm not shocked it's happened. I'm not like... I'm not surprised. Oh my God, I can't believe it happened. I'm just surprised. I'm continually surprised that people could literally have that mentality. Not that it's necessarily happened, but it still surprises me that people think a certain way and think that because of the color of their skin or, you know, their sexual orientation or anything else, that it's okay to do that. I will always be surprised. I will always be surprised by it. I don't know. I'm not surprised by it. Yeah, I think I've just become so used to the stories where, you know, black people get shot in the streets or gay people get attacked um that it doesn't it doesn't shock me i don't think and i think it's going to be here for for ages i I, i'm fortunate enough to never been on the the i'm fortunate enough to never be on the receiving end of anything serious any serious hate crime but that doesn't mean i never will and it doesn't mean i walk around comfortably knowing that i never have i think i think it's i think it's here for a while and i think it's because there's always gonna be stupid people always going to be stupid people. I think it's also down to not enough people taking responsibility for the people around them. Absolutely. I mean, I was listening just to, like, I, I watch like, a lot of YouTube videos and I get myself into those things. I listen to a comedian and he was just saying, like, and even in his set, he was just like, you know, he's like, I go to protests for a lot of, like, sort of, um, he's a black comedian and he goes to a lot of protests for black African-American rights and stuff. And he's like, what really needs to happen? And we've said it before, is those that aren't, What's really interesting is is that these protests need people that don't get affected by the issues that are being raised. So there's going to be like um, this protest. I don't know what it actually is. I don't know if it's protest the rally they call it on Friday in New York about this is what's what's happened. I don't know exactly sure what they're rallying for, but in those situations, if you're not gay and or black, you know you're straight white male. It takes those individuals to stand there and say that this is not acceptable for it to become for it to really gain traction. You know. Um, you need to be outside of those affected groups to really stand for those that are affected, you know? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, 
I just want people to think about the next time, and you yourself, Ashley, the next time you think that representation isn't needed in all aspects of these marginalized groups, even going back to last week and talking about adding layers to the flag. Now, I don't think the representation needed to necessarily be on the flag, but I still think it's completely necessary. I still think there needs to be a black pride. I still think there needs to be a pride. I still think there needs to be all of these sorts of things to say, well, actually, I should be able to live my life and survive without being at risk. You should not think that you're going to be attacked on a daily basis purely based on being different. Not that I feel that way, because I, I feel it everywhere. I'm constantly just aware that people are crazy. I'm on the tube and I think that someone might push me just because, just because they're crazy, you know? But yeah, we shouldn't have to live that way. We shouldn't have to live in fear of that. No, definitely not. Um, and just to make a correction, I never once said ever, 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 ever once said that there doesn't need to be more black representation in the LGBT community. You said there shouldn't be black lines on a flag. I didn't. I said, I said, I don't think having black or brown flags on a flag is going to make a difference. I don't think it's the right way to do what it's set out to do. Um, but I didn't say that there doesn't have to be some sort something else done that's better for it. I'm going to listen to these past episodes and see what you said. I accept the apology in advance. <laughs> I don't know. Um, did we get any reviews this week at all? Have you looked? Uh, no, we didn't get any reviews, but we got a good number of shout outs on social media. Oh, yeah? Yeah. A lot of the CrossFit crew, a lot of my CrossFit crew, give us lots of shout outs and listens. So I want to thank uh, all them. So Carla. They're actually great, honestly. They're, so many of them have. They have, haven't they? They really have. They really have pulled out. They are your family. Yeah. So I know there's other ones before, but I know Carla listened to the Bernie listened to it, and Farmer Brian listened to it, um, <laughs> Andy Chapman and uh, Mark McGonagall, and there's a few other ones as well, but I know I've already given them a shout out before. Um, someone's messaging me because they always message me when they think that you're being um, closed on uh, gay black issues. And I was like, write it in a review because all of Ashley's friends publicly show their feelings and and are often and the people that message me i'm like write a review and they never do or they never spread it i was like if you have anything to say we, regardless of whether it's about me or about ashley or, or anything we talk about we still like to hear it in a public forum you know yeah only um apple people can leave reviews because it's apple apple Sony on itunes on the post anyway i'll say it again um and do you know who started following us on, on the pods this week? Who? Colby Jansen. Yeah, I know. I told him to. Uh, what, you message? Yeah, I know I know Colby. Oh, we never really chat, but I see him there. I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's nice. Yeah, no, I, um, we were talking about rugby the other night, and he, he put up a meme about something, and I sent him the meme of, I put up by Snow White and the little girl, and I said, oh, this is this is when I post on our podcast thing, and then he followed not long after. Hey, we're well, good. Excellent. Well, thank Nothing you for like... shout-outs, CrossFit people. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, I think it's time for bed already. I am like 20 minutes past my bedtime. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, thank you for a lovely episode, Ashley. No, thank you very much as well. Have a lovely week, everyone. And enjoy the Six Nations on the weekend. We've got games on what? Two on Friday, Saturday and Sunday or two Saturday and one Sunday? I didn't. Uh, two on Saturday and one Sunday. Yeah. I hope you have a great week, Ashley. Yeah, you too, Matt. Take it easy. Yes, bye. Bye.